This is the Funville Nine, driven by AAA, the official podcast of the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Here's your host, Trey Wilson. Hello and welcome to today's pregame conversation. Today, Blaine McCormick caught up with Flying Squirrels relief pitcher Evan Gates, who has picked up a pair of saves in this week's series against the Erie Seawolves. They chatted about the start of the season for Gates, getting a little revenge against the Seawolves after they had his number late in 2022, and also rocketing up the Giants' ladder in 2022. He climbed three levels, started the year with San Jose, went to Eugene, and then finished the year with the Flying Squirrels in Richmond. A pretty good first full professional season for Evan Gates, and a little bit more in this conversation. Evan Gates and Blaine McCormick. Pre-game conversation today is with Evan Gates, who closed out the game yesterday for the Flying Squirrels, getting his second save of the season and his second save of the series. First of all, Evan, thanks for joining us in our pre-game conversation. I mean, everything was electric last night for you, um, being able to collect a strikeout, and then earlier in the week, having the location just hit everywhere. How did you feel on the mound this week? I felt good. I think it was uh, definitely a big bounce-back week for me. Um, talking just with close people, friends, coaches, uh, just sticking to the routine because last week, you know, I honestly felt way better last week on the mound than I did this week, and the results weren't there. So I understood how important it was to just keep keep up the good work and, and know that the results would eventually follow. So it, it was it was good this week to uh, get some vengeance against a team that really hurt me last year at the end of the year. So uh, it, it felt good to get back at them this time. Do you remember that during the off season and during spring training, like knowing that when the Sea Wolves came to town, did that give you a little extra drive for this week? Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I could say I circled the date when they came into town, but uh, I definitely felt it towards the end of the year when I realized that they really kind of put a little damper on the season I had. You know, I thought it was a pretty good season from May to September 14th, and then they came to town and kind of ruined my party. So used as a lot of motivation and uh, just to get better and, and learned a lot from it, too. It's a pleasure to have you back with the Flying Squirrels. We saw you for a brief time last year, over seven appearances, but your journey last year was crazy, starting out in low A, killing it there, and then going to high A with a good performance and then ending the season at double A. I mean, reflecting back on that season, what was that like for you to bounce around not only affiliates but around the country too? Definitely a dream come true. I mean, getting to travel the country and playing this great game of baseball and meeting a lot of guys and being teammates with a lot of great dudes. I mean, it's just... Nothing but positive came from, from last year. Like I said, truly blessed to just get to do what I get to do on a daily basis and be around the guys I get to be around. We're talking with Evan Gates here on our pregame conversation on the pregame warm-up driven by AAA. A lot of the hitters that I've had conversations with say that when they have those big innings that the hitting is contagious, but kind of focusing on the bullpen, how has it been for you guys knowing that, okay, if a guy goes out there, has a good outing, does that make you feel motivated to keep carrying that? I believe so. I mean, there's definitely a, a lot of inter-competition amongst us, but in, in a very positive way. Like, we're not rooting against each other. We're always pulling for each other. And I heard that pro ball, you don't do that, but here we do. So it's, it's, really, it's really fun. And um, you just want to pick your guys up because sometimes, you know, guys, guys won't have it. And, uh, you know, this week we kind of got hit a little bit with a couple extra innings to cover. But, you know, we, we had the bear down, and we know later in the season that those starters will pick us up and go six or seven. And so it, it all pans out, and it's just fun when we get to pick each other up and, and help the team win. During spring training, it was kind of cool to see you guys in one exhibition game against Team USA 
be able to suit up for the USA national team when they were uh, practicing right before the World Baseball Classic, and you were able to pitch on that day. Now, although you didn't have the name on the back of the jersey, uh, we knew who you were. We could tell by the hair and the mustache and everything. What was that experience like to have that opportunity to suit up for the national team and pitch for them? It, it was amazing. I, if you'd have told me I was doing that a couple years ago, I would have told you you're lying. Um, and when I got the news I was going to play with them, I even with my close people, I said, you know, if I get to pitch tomorrow night, this might be better than anything I get to experience all year. And, and, and it was. You know, the results, I got a couple jam job hits off me, which is part of the game. But uh, to strike out Crawford and have our little Johnny B hair battle up there, it was cool. And then even the, the conversations after, the dugout with legends like Pettit and um, Wainwright, and then getting knuckle-touched by Mookie Betts and Mike Trout, Ken Griffey Jr. Like, I just, I just soaked it all in and great conversations with those guys and uh, definitely learned, learned a lot going forward just from, you know, that was two hours in that dugout. But two hours in that dugout that will stick with you forever. Was there one special moment that you have in that moment? I know you rattled off some great uh, stories about being able to converse with them and be able to hang out in the same dugout, but was there one moment that you were like, wow, that will stick with me forever? Yeah, it had to be my conversation with Wainwright. He uh, he noticed my tattoo, and he asked me what it was about, and it led to a great conversation on our faith, and I just asked him some questions on how he holds that within the clubhouse and during his career, and then it felt like he brought me under his wing, not just with conversations along that, but with baseball conversations and life things and relationship things. So, I, I mean, the fact that that legend, who I told him, like, hey, you broke my heart back in 2006. You beat us in the World Series when he was at the Cardinals against the Tigers. For him to take an inning or two to just talk with me, knowing that I was an outsider in that dugout because I wasn't really part of the team, I thought that was really beneficial. I'm definitely going to hold on to that probably the rest of my life. It's such a cool experience and really cool to share with your fellow teammates as well, the teammates that you had here with the Flying Squirrels last year and some guys that are in the clubhouse now being able to share that. Oh, yeah, it's just when they asked me what it was like, it was like, I don't really know how to put words to it. <laughs> I still don't. Like, it's just, it still feels surreal. I mean, running out there, making all those guys laugh, telling them that I was the unlocked character here to fin- finish the inning. And just, everyone's like, why are we all laughing out there? I'm like, well, I told them a joke, man. I broke the ice. I wasn't nervous. Yeah, I was super nervous. But, you know, <laughs> try, trying to ease the tension out there. Yeah, exactly. Well, Evan, thanks so much for coming on our pregame conversation. It's always a pleasure to have you on, and good luck in your next outing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have fun and go nuts.